Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to The Gallant Few, the Rangers podcast. My name's Colin McDuff and today I'm joined by Scott Hodge. Hi Colin. How you doing Scott? You ah, well? Good, good. Just two of us, Gallant Two again. The Gallant Two again. So this is another episode of our Dream Elevens with a slight twist. It's not actually Rangers players that we're going to be including in our Dream Eleven, Scott. Talk us through, it was your idea, so talk us through the idea and the rules. I wanted to do something a bit different, so... Uh... We've went with the with the current Rangers team. We have to um, we have to pick one of their ex teammates or international teammates uh, to make a greatest eleven. So you've probably seen, um, especially in pre season, all the the players and former players go through who their best players have played with. So we've decided to to combine them a bit. To it's quite difficult because I don't know if you remember the start of lockdown. You they were picking like you had to pick yeah players that hadn't got the same nationality and they weren't able to play for some the same club. So, the Jamie Gar- Carragher uh, Challenge. And you always made your 11 and you found one that's Frank Lampard's bloody played for Man City. You completely forgot him. So. I didn't sleep for a week to yeah. think about that, man. <laughs> so it is a bit tougher um, than it looks. Uh, a couple of rules as well. So they can't have ever played for Rangers. Uh, can only use uh, the player once. So... For example, if you're pick it, you can't pick, you know, Ryan Jack's three former teammates or something. Uh, you can only use them once. That's Sam Cosgrove and uh, Scott McKenna <laughs> out the window. Yeah, yeah, Graham Shinney. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they had to be playing at uh, the same time. Uh, so they were in this squad at the same time as a player um, and they had to make an appearance. So, for example, uh, Calvin Bassey didn't play for Leicester, so didn't have a first-team game, sorry, for Leicester, so you can't use any of his teammates at Leicester um, in that case. So, yep, we'll, we'll go through. Uh, we'll test each other with a with a link as well. There might be some duplicates and um We'll take a vote on what the best loving us. Yep, and we also got to uh, give ourselves a, a point. So when you 
when you read it, a player, I need to try and guess who the link is, and we'll see who gets the most points. Um, without Wikipedia, I'm pretty shy of this, so I think, um, <laughs> I think you might be winning. So, first of all, what formation did you go for, Scotty? So, I went for the 4 2 3 1 formation. So, but Gerard's first season, you know, I've got two two wingers cutting in from the inside, good target man up top. So, I think this is a formation that's going to have good success here. I went for 4 3 3. Four three, so a bit similar to aye, but so it's very Rangers esque, isn't it? Yeah. So kick us off, mate. Who have you got in goals? <laughs> I actually thought the keeper was the hardest one, so I was um, going through everybody's Wikipedia to see if I can get a, get a good keeper. But I've um, picked uh, Sommer, so he um, keeper really good Champions League experience. He started with Bow, and now he's at uh, München Gladbach. As I say, really good good experience in Europe. So also got over fifty caps um, for Switzerland. Um, obviously, if I had if I had to pick, I would have kept Al McGregor in, but obviously we can't do that with the rules. I'd, I'd feel more comfortable with him in my back line. But um, he was actually linked to Man City, so must be a must be a decent keeper. Some some good reviews. Um, I'll be honest, mate. I don't know who he is. <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Flat out in Wikipedia, today. it's uh, the the Swiss keeper. Um, so obviously through Itten, I can use that choice. So. Right. Okay. So that's a that's an, a big X for me for the goalkeeper. I didn't get that. <laughs> okay. So Cedric Itten. So did they play together at St Gallen or Basel? Uh, no, it was they were. So he's the current Swiss team. Oh, um, right. Of course. Uh, keeper. So he's and obviously Itten's. In the in the international setup, so he was um, he's good to go. Good. So kick off with my goalkeeper. Then I've actually went for Tim Weiss. Um, I think he was the old German second or third choice keeper, um, late two thousand. So most notably for most Rangers fans, we remember him in the run in Manchester where he had a bit of a howler at Ibrox, but that was that was very out of the norm for him he he was a cracking keeper oh, um, very very solid keeper typical German goalkeeper he just like, like oh if I can Manuel Neuer Stefan Kloss the big guns you know what I mean um, I thought he was uh, very very capable distribution maybe a wee bit ahead of his time he was um, quite quick to get the ball out to feet and stuff um, it's unfair to judge him with that um, about that game and Sorry, it's unfair to judge him on that game at Ibrox because every other time you've seen him, he was a tremendous keeper. I think the keepers are special, isn't it? The, it's, it's not they won't make mistakes, it's when they make mistakes. It's because mm-hmm. it's like the pressure, any other position in the field, maybe a balance and a half, you're not going to see that goal if the striker gives the ball away, isn't it? Yeah. So I think it is very, unless it becomes a consistent thing, you know, you need to accept they're going to make mistakes over the season. So, he was a great keeper, yeah, and it was just unfortunate he made that howler, wasn't it? Aye, but you can, as you say, it's all, well, sometimes you succumb to the pressure. I brought Daniel Kuzan has got the ball, you know, you must be shitting yourself. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, the link, um, I'm, I'm between two. Let me talk you through them. I think it's Balogun. But I think there might be Ryan Kent link when he because he was in loan um, in the Bundesliga. I remember that when he was at Liverpool, so he would be able. But 
think I'm going to go with Balogun. Well done, Shorty. Oh, yes. Point on the board. Yeah, Leon Balogun played with Tim Weiss at Werder Bremen. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Right. So I'll move on to my right back. So I have a uh, Victor Moses. So again, I was <laughs> I was actually going through this again. I was like, I could use Jermaine Defoe because he played with Alan Hutton. I thought Alan Hutton was a, a tremendous fullback, and then obviously played for Rangers, so couldn't select him, but. Take Victor Moses to be fair. Again, great international pedigree. I think he might be captain actually, or vice captain or something. Um, playing, still playing Inter Milan in the you know the Europa League final. I remember, he had a season at Chelsea. I think when Conte was there, and he was just absolute flying. Um, so if I get him up to speed, I think he'll be a really good addition. A bit of experience as well. Uh, I also bizarrely remember. There was like a Pepsi Max commercial and it was like Messi, Ronaldo, Pogba and Victor Moses appeared, which was very out of the blue. <laughs> you know you've made it if you've made any one of the adverts. <laughs> My earliest ones is like the 2002 World Cup ones where it's like the original Ronaldo, David Beckham and all that. You must be a player if you're on the Pepsi Max. I, I think, I think there, there's always a random player, which is like nowhere, <laughs> nowhere near the standard, to be fair. So, yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think I made the right decision there, so... A very marauding right back, yeah. Victor. Uh, right. So I don't know if I've got in my head just because he's way in Milan, and now he is way in Milan. Aye. So I don't know if I've got in my head that he played for Fiorentina. If that's the link. So I'm thinking, is it Yanis Hagi for Fiorentina? Is that the link? No. Right. So I've not got the point, but I'm, I'll guess again. Is it Hellander? No, it's no. Uh, Joe Rebo. What? Oh, Nigeria? Oh, I'll get up you. Oh, my <laughs> God, man. Right. I bet you'll be checking all these afterwards to make sure I'm going to... 100%, Yeah, just as well, this is recorded. I will be checking. So, my right back is actually Kieran Trippier. Oh, aye. aye yeah. I was actually going to pick him. Aye. Um, so... I mean, it's, it's a fairly obvious. He's a cracking player um, in England squad. I don't think he is quite as good as Ale- is it Trent Alexander. Trent Alexander Arnold. I always forget his name mixed <laughs> up. So then I so I don't think he's quite as good as him. But behind him, I think he's a, the best choice for a right back in England. He's way Atletico Madrid still, and uh, yeah, I think fair play. I, mean, I was really I, I was quite impressed when he swapped uh, Tottenham for for them. Um, that's a I think as good as the Premier League is, I think a lot of players get comfortable and they purposely don't try to go to Germany or, or Spain or even Italy because it's a completely different... I still see them as a completely different they level. Get, they get found out. Uh-huh. Aye, uh-huh. and he's holding his own over there. Um, I, think he's a, I think he's a cracking player. I think he's very... Um, I'm, I don't want to compare him to like Tav, but, and it's probably most fullbacks, but they are... You get found out more if you're no good offensively now as a fullback. Mm-hmm. Like you know, our our fullbacks are good going forward, um, and if you're defensively, it sometimes go on goes unnoticed. But I think in terms of Trippier, it was it was very harshly done um, at, at Tottenham. I think he was he was a really good player, and it was again maybe a couple of mistakes, but he was he was sort of forced out the door, and it was quite quite unjustified. Mm-hmm. And you look at talking right backs just now and you're like how did that happen so mm-hmm. can hit a cracking free kick good delivery so 
I, I was a tough choice, but um, I Trippier is a is a great shout. So who's your high my link is? So it's uh, Scotty Arfield at Burnley. Oh, I never thought you'd get that. It's 2-0 on the scoreboard. Both played at Burnley. 2-0 to Scotty. Fantastic. So my choice here is Virgil van Dijk. So spoilers away, I've got him as well. Oh, have you? So I'll let you talk through now. He's obviously played with them, which is hard to... Hard to do, but when you're doing this team, you need to you need to include him. He's the best centre half in the world now, isn't he? Like you could see when he came to the SPL, just an absolute class above everyone else. And um, aye, he's he's obviously progressed. I actually like that he moved to Southampton first because I think that helped him develop into the league to become the best. I think if he'd have moved to Liverpool, he might not have had. The, the impact he had when he moved there so it was good that he went there got to grips with the league because if he did move to Liverpool made a few mistakes you know the Liverpool fans like they've been on his back he's a flop everything like that but he's made a good transition he stood out at Celtic he's went and stood out at Southampton best player and then it just shows you when you pay 75 million and what a difference he's made to them isn't he so yeah. um, brilliant I think yeah, so we're, we're going to be completely fair and try to be unbiased he is the best and a half in the world right now but a lot of people don't remember he he didn't just hit the ground running at Southampton. Um, I think when he was at Celtic, he was a class above everybody else. But there was no real challenger. Yeah. You know what I mean? We yeah. weren't there, and he was able. He's he's through that league, and it was. Um, I mean, it, it wasn't struggling, but it didn't look anything special at Southampton. But I'm saying that as a credit to him because he's. He's upped his game to get to Southampton's level from Celtic and then he upped his game massively over the last few years as well. Do you know what's interesting as well? I was watching um, the the open goal um, ones and they, they done an interview with, with um, Ronnie Dyla and he's got big links with Man City and they were wanting to look at Van Dijk and he actually... They said, oh, let's look at him in Europe. And he had an absolute shock. I can't remember what team they were playing, but he had an absolute shocker in Europe. And man said, oh, well, if he can't do it in, if he can't do it in Europe, mm-hmm. how's he going to get into our squad? Forget it. And I bet you they wish they took that chance now. You know what I mean? I it's, it's crazy. So, um, no, definitely. I think it was, a, it was a good move for him. And let's face it, it's it probably the best centre-half that has been in the past. Aye. Ten years, maybe David Weir. Well, but I, um, I David Weir's probably reads the game a bit better, so he just edges it. But <laughs> but I like about Van Dijk, he's good in the ball as well. Yeah. You know what I mean, uh, and it's not even good for a centre half. Good like he is, he just looks comfortable in the ball. Definitely. So no surprise, uh, they're both there. So the link girl, Stevie Davis. Stevie Davis at yeah. Southampton. So we both had that. No points for MD. That's not. That's not. Um, so I'll move on to my second centre half. So I've put uh, Naldo on there. Do you know him? Um, I recognise the name, but I don't know if that's from FIFA or not. <laughs> Could be. I know. I know. So um, I thought it was a cracking centre half. Um, also a cracking free kick. It was like. It's like David Luiz or like Roberto Carlos style free kick. Just like, smashed it in there. Um, six foot six, what you want. Brazilian centre half, bit of good in the ball. Um, he's actually he's 37, but he's still in Monaco, so still playing at a, a, a good player. standard at 37. 
Um, as I say, great experience. I don't. I'm, I'm sure he's been capped to Brazil, but loads of experience at the, the top end of uh, of Europe as well. So he'll uh, he'll make my my centre half pairing with, with Van Dijk. Right. He's another one who I think played in Italy. I'm going to go was he Philip Hellander? It's <laughs> not. No. You're sure this. I am. <laughs> It was Leon Balgan who played the uh, played the Werder Bremen. Oh Jesus Christ, did he? And um, I he was he I think he was playing the game with with, with your keeper. Oh right. my God, I was at the game. <laughs> I was actually at the game. <laughs> right, so now we'll set half. Right, so my um, my centre half partner with Virgil Van Dijk is Fabricio Colasini. Argentinian centre-half. Um, he was a weird one. He, for his time at Newcastle, he was kind of seen, like, probably not your most reliable centre-half, but I think if you get 39 caps for Argentina, you need to be a decent player. I don't know if it was just maybe the team at the time he was playing alongside. He didn't look too reliable, but when he played elsewhere in Europe, I thought I thought he was quite decent. and He didn't look at a place when he played for Argentina. I don't think. So it's, it's the debate again. It's sometimes when you play for quite a shite team, like you don't play your best football, but when you're in, it's like that classic conundrum, isn't it? Like he's playing with Argentina, he's playing with a lot better stand other players, he ups his game, but he's playing in a middle, well, struggling with relegate. I'm sure he was in the championship at one point that, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it makes, a, it makes a big difference. So I it was a class and a half. Cracking Barnet as well. I was just about to say that he gets the extra points for the sideshow Bob haircut that he had. Um, that, I mean, it's a bit unfair. David Louise kind of gets uh, the credit in world football for having that hair, but everybody forgets about poor old Colasini. <laughs> so, can you guess my link, Scott? I'm struggling this one. Struggling. Um, I will go with James Tavernier. Good, by the way, you're good. Oh, it is James Cavanier at Newcastle United. They even played in the same game, an FA Cup game. Oh, Aye. was it? I was going to say, um, going to say Connor Goldson, but I couldn't think of it. Like maybe went loan or something, but it just came into my head there. Uh, <sighs> James Cavanier. Well played, well played. Well, give us your left back. So this is an absolute superstar on my team. So I've got a bit of. It's quite an ageing team at the moment, but um, got a bit of youth here at left back. Um, Alfonso Davies mm-hmm. from uh, Bayern Munich just won the Champions League, so can't get any any higher than that really. But what a player he is! Like, <laughs> he's the fastest player. He must be one of the fastest players in Europe. Every time Alfonso Davies' name is mentioned, I think back to that super bad clip. He's the fastest player alive. <laughs> so quick. Uh, I think there's. No doubt in my mind he's the best the best left back in world football at the moment. He's still nineteen. Well he could develop into something special and I love how he was signed as a winger and they've seen something to think, oh he he could actually be real effective at full back and it's Bayern Munich plays such a high line, like you noticed that. It was crazy, like if you watch the Champions League final, they were one 0 up and most teams were just part of the bus go to there but they were going on for the goal and their defence is like right up to the halfway line and when you're playing against Neymar and Mbappe Di Maria like you don't 
you don't want to give him any chances in the 90 minutes, but he can get back quite and match anybody for pace. Like, I've never seen him out pace, so yeah, what a player, and I yeah, had to be my team. Yeah. It's, I don't want to sound too insensitive here, so he, he was born in Ghana, and he, he was a refugee to Canada, so he plays for the Canadian national team, so I don't know what his personal affiliation with Canada or how strongly he feels. And it's absolutely his choice, and if that's what he wants, but he's just trying to think, is he going to restrict himself in the international scene uh, with Canada? No. Ghana would at least maybe, like, you know, challenge to get any World Cups and stuff, play that big stage. That's probably the only thing you, but fair play him if, like, he's. Oh, it's, it's true, isn't it? Like, you always want to represent who you, have, who you have the most feelings for. It's like, you look at, like, that Declan Rice picking. Ireland over England, but you know, like you'll give your heart and soul for the country that you're you wanting to represent. I feel, I feel personally. So, um, if that's the way it is, and he never gets to a major championship, well, at least he's tried it with a company that means most to him. Isn't it? So. Right. That was very hard. I know. I'm never crying to either. So, I'm David. That's a cracking shit, by the way. Um, but I think I know the link. That'll be Scotty Arfield. It is. Yeah. He's a Canadian how, captain. That's how I couldn't put. Um, can put Trippier in there, but I think I've made up for it there, so well done there. So that's uh, one point in the board for <laughs> Colin. Come back, Colin. Oh, no, do you not get one for Van Dyke as well? Or was that oh, a, a aye. point? Aye, that's just another boy since we both had them. So my left back, Scotty Boy, um, sticking, sticking with the uh, Premier League, Andy Robertson. So I know what before Ronnie, how good Andy Robertson. Is the massive down downside of Andy Robertson even bigger? A bigger downside than him being a Tim. So every time he does something well, a commentator says he was playing for Queen's Park five years ago. That is oh, it is such a horrible statement. It's so overplayed. I'm sick of hearing about it. It's a great story to be fair, but it's just it was a great story the first time we heard it. <laughs> but what can you say about Andy Andy Robertson? Um, Arguably, would be battling Alfonso Davies for best left yeah. back in Europe. Um, not quite as quick as Alfonso Davies, but he's very forward thinking. Um, I actually had the pleasure of going to a Man U Liverpool game, and it was last season. I think it was one each, and it wasn't the greatest games, but you just see, like we were at the bottom, uh, bottom corner next to the corner flag, and when he gets the ball, just how good his first touch is, and it's. Maybe just a different level down there, but first touching, like as they're tapping the ball, they already see what what pass are playing next to him. It just looks so comfortable on the ball. Fairly solid defender as well for such a wee guy, um, and also he's a Scotland captain as well. But it's you know that's no major feat at this point in time. <laughs> We're doing pretty shite. Um, but I I think Gandhi Robertson is a cracking cracking left back. I think see in terms of like him and. Kieran Tierney in terms of, of that they're probably like the best left backs in the league and it's it's, it's so frustrating that Aye. if you're a Scottish fan they both play the same position but they, they're just they're different to like any other left back because they, they've actually got part I remember Andy Robertson against Man City I think and it was like a video, a video where he was like half wheeling and they chased the ball right down to like 
I think it was a film then, but he sort of chased them the full diagonal of the pitch of the ball, and it was like somebody in the background put the train spot in like three more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, you wouldn't see like a, a player coming over from Spain or Italy giving you that level of commitment, and obviously Tierney is quite de- well documented that he's doing that as well. Yeah. So much as we don't like aye. them Celtic boys, like they are, that is something different in the Premier League. Aye. Just what you mentioned there, Andy Robertson, what I was saying for like he's, he's a wee guy, he's you know fairly fairly physical, he's proper aggression, and I don't know if it's just overstated, as you say, because he's in the Premier League and it's not the most aggressive now, it's very quick attacker, like you cuddle somebody and they go for a foul, or they go down diving, crying. Yeah. but um, I know, I think that does help him and Tierney as well stand out. Aye, definitely, definitely. So, do you have the link for this one, Scott? So you're You've already said you're not doing international links, so it has to be uh, somebody that's played them in Rangers. Aye. Well, I've only wrote one international link, and it is further down, so it's not an international link. Uh, oh, got it. Um, Alan McGregor. Well, well done. Alan McGregor played with Andy, Robert- Andy Robertson at Hull City. Yeah. Just another side note, um, if you ever listen to the Open Goal interview with Andy Robertson, his stories about Alan McGregor and Robert Snodgrass are hilarious. <laughs> uh, like, uh, McGregor just seems like a fucking Wayne, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so take us in your next player, Scotty. Yeah, so in the centre midfield, Luka Modric. So, can't, can't really argue with that class, to be honest. Um it was quite funny actually. It was, I was listening to talk spot with Alan McCoyster does the morning show and that, and he said he, he actually he was watching. I think he was watching somebody else, and he said we need to sign that boy in the middle of the park. And I don't know if they put a bid in or anything, but he obviously moved to Tottenham the next week or right. so. <laughs> they didn't have the money at the time or something. Um, so imagine if we'd have got him. He probably probably still would have been giving him a stinking in the eyebrows <laughs> to be fair, but. Um, Fuck's sake, look at him. But just a, absolutely, I think he's just an incredible player. He's, he's two steps ahead of ahead of everybody. He can see a pass which nobody else can see. He was, was, he was Ballon d'Or winner yeah, as well. He's just such a, probably the most rounded midfielder in world football uh, since Zidane. Absolutely. And he's, he's obviously no get the. The, the height of the build is you'd probably imagine um of a centre midfielder. I always like a you know, a big strong boy maybe, but he it just makes the game look so easy. Um and he'll, he'll find my attacking options as well. So um still with Real Madrid obviously who who won the league, so I had to had to be my team. You can you cannot understate or downplay how phenomenal a phenomenal a player Luka Modric is. Oh, definitely. I've seen somewhere earlier. I think it was two thousand and seven was the last time I gave a ball away. <laughs> um, I, I think it shows you as well. They obviously the World Cup final Croatia got to. It's a very average team. Um, you obviously won the Ballon d'Or. That didn't year. even have Barisic in it. Ah, exactly, exactly. So the the ability he's got to drive them to. A, to a World Cup final is just unbelievable. So, aye, uh, he's um, he's in my team anyway. Right, have you put the link? Ah, oh, right. So there's two lines I'm thinking of here. I'm going to go for the link you've put as Borna Barisic. Correct. Yep. 
another point in the board for Colin. There we go. Uh, right, so my first uh, centre midfielder. <laughs> Quite a step down for the Cam I went for Steve Sidwell. <laughs> So, Steve said, well, I think it was drawing more on his potential when, um, I actually seen him play at Ibrox, uh, he came, when Rangers came, no, Rangers, Chelsea came to Ibrox to play Rangers, and he was just signed from, who was it again, who did he sign him from, was it? Redden or something. Redden, it was, aye, Redden, and it was, he was a big up-and-coming English midfielder at that point. Very, probably, kind of in the mode of Gerrard. Could go box-to-box, box, you know, he could pass, he could tackle. And I for goal, and I remember at the time when Chelsea signed him, I thought, what a waste he's going to be. At that point, Chelsea was just signing up. Anybody and everybody had the money to buy all the talent, and they ruined a lot of players. Um, is obviously, Mourinho, he was really successful, um, but... A lot of players did get ruined, even the likes of Fernando Torres and stuff like, mm-hmm. and Andre Shevchenko. No, they're strikers, but that was kind of what would happen. Um, I was gutted when he went to Chelsea, and he kind of went in the wilderness for a couple of years. But he's made a steady career. At, granted, top end championship, bottom end Premier League. But I think with the boys I've uh, I've got alongside them in the midfield. He'd, he'd be good, you know, just to shore up the midfield, help uh, protect that defence and, you know, let the good players do the work. So that's why I put there, Steve. Uh, you, need, you need somebody like that in your team, though. You need somebody just to, especially when you've got a, a team of superstars in there, just, yeah. to, just to do it. Yep, a Ross McCrory, if you like. <laughs> that's for another podcast. <laughs> Too soon. So, can you guess the link? I can, actually. I couldn't think of it at first, but I can now. He played with Brighton, didn't he? He did. Oh, Connor Goldson played Connor there. Goldson, well done. That takes it to 5 2. That's true, Yeah, well, I was. There was someone, see, when I was doing this, the amount of Brighton players, Jamie Murphy, Balligan played with Brighton. Goldson, I could have just made a fucking Brighton 11 to be there. <laughs> Maybe there's a Brighton loyal, didn't there? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Right, so my other centre midfielder is Kovacic. Don't know if I'm saying that right. Kovacic. Kovacic, yeah. Chelsea player. Chelsea player, again, similar mould with uh, with Modric in the, the midfield. Great player. Um, played with Real Madrid before it. Moved to who's really successful at Chelsea, but I think he's just like he's got everything. He can. I think he's a lot better defending than Modric. Yeah, really good passer of the ball can drive forward so I think obviously they two play with each other in Croatia so I've, um, I've, I've done a nice wee balance there um, and that so world, probably a world, world class player I'd, I reckon he is so aye no, no complaints about that and obviously Chelsea I think they spent a, a good few good few quid in to get him in I think he was on loan then he might get made permanent or something so he's still with Chelsea isn't he yes aye, 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 aye so I think, um... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Keeping the lights of him for Chelsea this year, I've, I'm expecting big things for Chelsea. I find they've got to come back with a bang. And this guy's like Kovacic in particular, he's... Uh, I don't think you'd necessarily put him in a world oven, but I think he gives you... You know, a good good work create and you know, when you look at the best midfielders in the world like <clears throat> Pogba or even Modric probably as well, you wouldn't say he's in that category, but I think you need squad like if you were a, a Real Madrid, a Chelsea, a Manchester City, they've all got players who you know, you can't have a world you know, twenty two world class players, you need players that are gonna come in and do a good enough job to get to the standard that it requires so uh, but a fantastic player I still think he's good enough to be in the starting lineup for Chelsea but like, oh, there's no, no doubt about that 100% um, right so I'm struggling so we, we've no signed them to Chelsea this year I know that I can't eat. I'm racking my brains and I know <laughs> I know we've no wrote MD that played for Real Madrid unless I'm missing something big so I don't know where Kovacic was Elsewhere, it can't be, it can't be for Croatia because Barisic is what he is. Tim, right? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take a guess, and <laughs> I'm gonna guess that he has played in Italy as well. Fiorentina, has you? Oh, Katic. Katic had a Croatian cap. Ah, uh, he's had one cap. You're at it, was he? Aye, aye. Oh my boy, what's up, what was this? <laughs> I think uh, I made, a, made, a, um, made an appearance in a friendly, so I get two Croatian players in there. Oh, oh I okay. did not know that. Oh, okay. Right, okay, okay. I need to check, that it, check, check it after, make a wee asterisk there, just double check, Katic. So, moving on to my next midfielder, French international Samuel Nasri. Mm. Yeah, probably had his best years at Arsenal, then gone into Man City, and he was at his peak, very very good forward thinking midfielder. Um, you know, so he got always got an eye for a forward pass. Maybe some players would call him, some people would call him a bit of a luxury player. That's why I've got Steve Sidwell there doing the dirty work. <laughs> but you know, um, in terms of that attacking flair, and even when he came back to the Premier League, was it no way with Wolves or somebody he came back with? I can't remember some like average team, and it just he looked a class above what he was playing. Um, at, at his peak of his career, I thought Samuel Nasri was a phenomenal player. Um, I thought he was going to stay at the highest level for a lot longer, but he kind of dropped off a bit of cliff. Wow. But he was absolutely undoubtedly, you know, 
especially at Arsenal that his last season there, the most talented midfielder in, in Arsenal in mm. terms of that that player that can just change a game, that can pick out that one pass, he can have that one bit of spark um, just to see a pass that no one else can see. He was, aye, so I've got him in my team. Aye, no, I can't help you. And he went to Man City afterwards and mm. it, was, it, was, it was very good for a few seasons and then just seemed to fall off a cliff. But there's no doubt and when when it was... Uh, when it was at his PK was one of the best attack midfielders in the in the world. So, uh, you're gonna. So you got the link. I think so. I think between a few here again, Hollanders screaming out at me. Maybe Hadji. It's like one of the. Do you know how these players and they go to a hundred clubs after and you don't realise? So, but I think it's Glenn Kamara. So Glenn Kamara for Arsenal. Arsenal. Incorrect. Glenn Kamara never actually played for Arsenal. For it to be a stupid no. FA Cup game or something. So it's actually Kamar Roof. Hammer knows he's now kicking a ball for Anderlecht. Oh, is he? Yeah. I, I was thinking that, but I was like, oh, there's no way he's it. Because I, I was looking at Kamar, uh, Kamar Roof today and... I was like, ah, he's not been at Leeds, he's not been at fucking Oxford, and I was like, I can't imagine him being at the same like, sort of spell as like, last season, because I thought I'd have maybe heard of it, but fair play, fair play, is that my first one wrong? First one wrong, yes. Late wash, yeah. Right, so on the, um, my winger, uh, I have James Rodriguez. So, disclaimer, I have James Rodriguez as one of my midfield three as well. Oh, is he? Yeah. Can you say about him? Just world class. Obviously, the link with um, with Morelos at uh, Colombia. Uh, just what a talent. I think, he's, I think it'd be very frustrating if he was your player because... From what you hear, he, he's not really settled. So I think he was quite good in his first couple of seasons after the 2014 World Cup, and then he went to Bayern Munich and loan for two seasons. And he just seems to be a bit hot and cold, I think, mm-hmm. at times. But there's no question about his his qualities. You know, he's he could very direct. He, he'll always have a shot as well. Um, but I think he would be quite frustrating if you were a if you were a you know, world-class team like Bayern or Real, to be fair. It's a gamble you take because you know how much talent he's got. Aye, aye. And, and you just, you, you gamble that he is going to turn up when you want him. But I remember on the back of that 2014 World Cup and you don't really see it anymore. See, it used to be, like, even when we were growing up, like, the 2002 World Cup, that players just have a phenomenal World Cup and they came out of nowhere. It doesn't really happen now because you've got instant access to world football yeah. at any point. Yeah. But he did just bring up, like, who's this guy? He had, uh, he uh, had a cracking tournament. Obviously, that was his big move. But I, um, I remember that World Cup and just think this, this boy's a player. It was it was at Monaco before it, though, mm-hmm. wasn't it? I don't know if it was... I'm sure Monaco had quite a good team at the time, but um, it was... I was... It was at a good level, but I don't think he had the recognition. It's probably one of the cases like he probably just wants when he when he's when he feels loved when he's the when he's the main man, he probably plays ten times better. But you know, we're going to the likes of Real Madrid, for example, you've you're up against Ronaldo, you know, 
Bale and you know all these other world class, yeah. all these world class players, and you can't, you know, maybe when he's all the focus is on him, he actually does a lot better if you know what I mean. So you don't know, but if I, you would, as you say, you would take the chance. You'd fit him into your team whenever, you, whenever you because. Could, so. Again, he's probably like hey, my midfield three. Um, he probably just edges Steve Sidwell as the the best player in there. <laughs> um, but he is just phenomenal. What a great pass of the ball. Definitely, definitely. Oh well. So the link, obviously, Morelos. Alfredo Morelos. Well, that was actually my my attacking number ten. He was at my yeah. my. Um, so my left winger is uh, James Madison now of Leicester. Right, okay. So, um, great talent. It's obviously been, I think he's been capped with England and I think he's, I think he's, he can play a lot higher level than, than, um, than Leicester, to be honest with you. I think. Where did they sign him from again? Norwich it was, Norwich. but he, he, tore the, he tore the championship up mm-hmm. and I think players obviously coming through the championship to the Premier League, it's obviously very difficult to make that step up, but he came into Leicester and I just remember he was he was the absolute top man as soon as he came in, so uh, just a, a fantastic talent, um, it can have, can, again his technique of striking a ball was brilliant, just Oh, I think I think he will go even higher than Leicester, to be honest. Right. With you, so, so that, that's probably I think for now Leicester probably is good for him because you know if he goes to a Liverpool or a Man City, for instance, and now he might get a little bit lost, so he might stay a bit stagnant. Leicester, he's got to continue to just develop, and he, you know it's a high enough level where he will be challenged, but he's he is. You know, almost guaranteed first team football as well. It would be, but it would be good to see him make that step up with better quality players around him as sure. well. Like um, I know with Leicester, they've got that Telemann, is it Telemans or something in the middle of the park? The I think he's uh, Belgium or something, who's yeah. a really good player who was I think he was linked with Man City and things like that. But to to go onto a team of full world class players, I think he would make that step up quite easily. So be interesting to see what he does with his yeah. career. Uh, Can you get on? Um, so, I'm either going to hit it out of the park here, I'm going to make a complete arse in myself. Was he the boy that was on loan to Aberdeen? And if so, I'm going Ryan Jack. Well done. Young beauty. <laughs> you know, I was so nervous to say that there in case I just publicly shame myself. In case I... I, 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 and I wouldn't be in that out, I tell you. <laughs> Okay, another, oh, that's three points on the board for Colin. That's five three, Scotty. So, going on to my front three, out, out right in the front three, Gareth Bale. Oh, I've got him as well. Aye, you've got him as well. Colin that's another well, one. Um, so, what can we say about Gareth Bale? He's, as our pal Stuart Harvey would say, his pace is frightening. Unbelievable. Yeah, that, that's too shuddering right now. <laughs> but no, he's... Um, you know, I've I've got the infamous story, Scott, when I used to play LMA manager two thousand five. I signed him as a sixteen year old um, back in the day uh, from Tottenham when I was doing my no, I wasn't at Southampton from my Rangers season. And uh, so I I'm taking credit, I spotted Gareth Bale before MDL else did. But fair enough. Fair uh, enough. Do, do you remember that first season at Tottenham where you know he was playing a bit forward in been playing a bit further forward for maybe a year or two and he just had that season out of nowhere 
he was the best player in the Premier League. No, I think I think at the start his Tottenham career was played at left back and he, he went in a run of about twenty games where he, he never won when he was in the team. And that, <laughs> that, that could be because Tottenham was shy at the time, but um it, it was they obviously playing him out of position at left back and then they moved I think they just randomly moved him forward because obviously the big game people took notice was was when they were playing into Milan in the Champions League and he was wearing number three in the back so it was like as if they just yeah. like they were probably using it to combat like the pace of the fullback or something and he scored a hat trick and then ever since that he was always a winger like left or right winger just amazing talent like I, I actually gutted that it's not working out for him just now because I love to watch him I think he was just like he has a sort of player just gets bums off seats and uh-huh. yeah you know like he can do something magic and it's weird he's not quite like if you think about Ronaldo like that kind of trickery he's got he's just raw power he can just uh-huh. run at players and get the ball and get a shot away and I, I can't understand it must be an attitude thing but even before Zidane came back in Real Madrid, Madrid fans all I know Madrid fans all about <laughs> Real Madrid fans always seem to need a scapegoat and Gareth Bale was, was that for them but when you look at he stepped up in the big games and uh, the winners for the Champions League final the overhead kicks it's not it's not even like it's a good this must be five or six finals he's actually stepped up and made a difference mm-hmm. I remember can't remember what one it was I was watching, but he was like in half really my defender and he knocked it like right up the wing and the defender yeah. like pushed him like, and he was like so far off the pitch and Stop still it. you're scaring Stu. I know, I know he will, I will. But he was um I remember a, a header on that I think a final against Fletico Madrid. Just I, I, I don't know why they don't as I say, it must be his attitude or how he's coming across or I don't think he learned Spanish as well, which isn't viewed very well, so could be something like that, but it's just a tr- tremendous player. You know what I mean? And you see it when he cut. He can also do it at the the sort of smaller teams as well. Because Tottenham weren't brilliant at that time. He put them in the Champions League football under Redknapp. Wales got to the semi final of the Europe's. I mean, if he wasn't that team, I can't see them doing that as well. So it shows you that he takes the ownership upon himself and steps up when needed. So hopefully, he gets a move back to the Premier League or something because he's he's wasted. But to be honest, I can't. I would never criticise him for doing it if somebody was offering you half a million a week to sit and train a couple of times a week go and play golf would you be wanting to cancel your contract and move back for half a million a week there's worse things I would do than just <laughs> exactly, you know, exactly we won't go into detail <laughs> so we've both got Gareth Bale okay so who have you who have you got next Scott so I've got Harry's if you got one left eh? I've got two left so you got two left yeah well I've got Gareth Gareth Bale was my next one, sorry, uh-huh. so you can go into the you right, okay. your last one. Oh, your second last one, sorry. Right, so I'll go into my, my second last one. Up front, joining Gareth Bale, I'll look at Tony, uh, the Italian uh, target man. Uh, what can you say about look at Tony? Bayern Munich was probably his best belly, but um, I always thought he, like, the, the, the LA teams. Um, Maybe not starting every game, but always there thereabouts, and just such a threat when he was on the pitch. Uh, for even though he's like six foot odd, you know you think it's you automatically think he's good for long balls and headers on, but no, he was 
kind of almost Dogba-ish. Remember how good Dogba yeah. was in terms of being able to hold the ball up, his touch and bringing the players in. I, I thought he was excellent at that. He was Brilliant. really good, especially in that Bayern Munich team. Done it for so long as well. I feel mm-hmm. I he was, he's, he's, um, he's been about, I don't know if he's still playing or... No, he's not. Is he retired? But I think he is. He's, uh, was he not the... Did he not knock Scotland out when we were trying to qualify for the, the Euros or something? Is that the one? I'm pretty sure that he was the one that... Well, he scored against Scotland. That would have been over 10 years ago aye. or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, aye, great touch for a big man. Always a threat from set pieces. I always say, like, if you're, you know, if you're a centre-back, like... I'd rather play against somebody quicker rather than somebody that's, you know, six foot three, six foot four, bars and an mm-hmm. E and stuff like that, and you, you won't get a sniff in the air. So, um, but like, it, well, I'm not, I'm not, in no way am I competing it and to look at Tony. But uh, um, that's far, no, that's far too unfair and setting. <laughs> um, but that's sort of, that's what we hope he's probably going to be. Like the target man can head the ball, hold it, hold it up, and everything. Um, so I. No, no qualms about that one. Uh, the link, though. Hollander. Correct. Superb. Do you know what club? Uh, it was either Verona or Fiorentina. What one are you going for? Can I get a club, eh? No, no, I'm giving you a point anyway, but... Uh, let's say Fiorentina. It was Verona. Well, you've got a point anyway. So who's your last player, Scotty? So it is Zlatan Ibrahimovic up top to make the... Oh, what team this would be, by the way. I actually feel as though Madison's letting the team down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was... Uh, I, what, a, what a player. He's, he's somebody that get a bit of age, I feel. Like he just, you always knew he was a good, a great player, but I think um didn't obviously work out from... The best, like Barcelona, and then I think a lot of people are doubting him. Then he went to PSG, and he just tore that league. I'm not saying it's the hardest league in the world, tore it apart. Went to Man United, unbelievable again. Like everybody saying he's past it, not at all. He was absolutely brilliant. The technique of the guy is frightening. The, his um, his physique is unbelievable as well. Tall, strong. Um, one of the best first touches I've ever, ever seen in my life as well. So, remember that overhead kick he scored against England as well, which I still don't know how he done that, to be fair. It so, was... That's what I've just got to come to that, I mean, having talent is one thing, but see, there's just sheer... You can either, depends what way you look at it, is confidence or arrogance or just absolute certainty in your own ability, and that's what he's got. He just oozes it, doesn't he? Aye, no, definitely. Um Aye, people sometimes probably don't know how to take him, but if you are that good, then why, why is he not, you know what I mean? He's, if you're that good, then having that arrogance is, is a good thing. You know, two people, too many people, when they have a bad game, they, their head's down, and it takes them weeks and weeks and possibly months to get it back up and play their best football and play with confidence. A player like that, he is arrogant, no doubt about it, but... Ah, it's like, who cares? He'll pick himself in the next game, and he knows he's the best player in the park. So yeah, and he's, he's still playing now at AC Milan. I think they've offered him another year. So just to be playing at that level is unreal. Yeah, That's unreal. Definitely, definitely. So, we've got to get us out of the way. Helander must be the link girl for Sweden. No, Nathan Parson. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, no, I's Helander. So Helander made his debut in 
2015 and uh, yeah. Zlatan retired and after the 2016 you know so yeah. so question is Zlatan Ibrahimovic the best player not to win the Champions League is he not he's not won the Champions League that's a good show though, eh? maybe maybe one for our podcast but uh, that is uh, that's unbelievable the the amount of big teams he's played with as well Inter Milan Juventus Barcelona Barcelona, Man United AC Milan obviously they've all won countless you know PSG yeah that's maybe that's maybe a wee uh, trivia question for for the next question (laughs) so I'll round off this boy's a good player but (laughs) following Ibrahimovic (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going for Giuseppe Rossi oh, aye, aye, aye. as my third striker. So uh, Rossi didn't quite work out, him, work out for him at Man U, but he went on to have a, a very, very good career. Villarreal, um, he, he played for AC Milan as well, didn't he? Um, another another boy with many early caps. Um, again, kind of probably some the out-and-out striker for Italy all the time, but when he came on and done a job, he was uh, a bit different for Tony, you know, a bit more pace about him, probably could have played a bit more out wide, so I've kind of envisioned Tony's my target man, Bale's in the right, uh, Rossi coming out, and for the left, um, but I, I think, I don't know why it didn't work out for him at Man U. Probably a bit young, but uh, they were probably kicking themselves, maybe send him alone a few yeah. seasons, but I scored a lot of goals, and um, about like, um, remember Diego Forlan when aye. he was at Man and they U- played together in Villarreal and what they were excellent aye, aye. aye absolutely tremendous must have been kicking themselves so aye good good choice there good choice not quite Zlatan, Zlatan Ibrahimovic but can you guess the link yeah, absolutely no idea about this one actually um, let me think no no idea. Oh, yeah, I need to guess, don't I? Um, um, you've said, come on, I can't, honestly, I can't even think. Rankin. It's not Rankin. It is Yanis Hadji. Ah, played together at Fiorentina. Okay. So, the scores in the doors for that. Colin comes second with four points, but the winner with a, a romping six points, Scotty Hodge. Not well bad. done. Not six bad. four. Yeah. So that's us done our um, alternative Dream 11s, if you like. Yeah. What we'll do, we'll get this out on the Twitter sphere and see whose team's better. We pull on the go and see, eh? Yeah. Who jinks? Team's going to. I can't see Ibrahimovic getting a minute with Steve Sisson <laughs> showing up that defence. But that's for the listeners to decide. So, well. Last but not least, Scott, thanks very much for joining. Oh, enjoyed that, enjoyed that. eh? And thanks everybody for listening. Take care. See you later.